With so many shiny objects out there to chase, it's hard to know what's right for us. In the Fitness Hacks podcast, I break down training techniques, nutrition, and the mindset you need to be successful and get the results you deserve. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today I want to talk about do less, achieve more. I think so often we really go to this more is better attitude and it comes out of the fact that we want to exert more control over results or at least feel that way. And so we, you know, go to working out longer. We go to cutting our calories lower. We're doing all these different things in an effort to feel like we're able to do more to have things happen faster. And the simple fact is, is we can't out exercise or out diet time. So if we want results, we have to find a way to actually get consistent. And a lot of that actually boils down to doing less so that we can be consistent long-term, which ultimately in the end means we actually do more over the course of a year, but it just takes a lot longer. And I think it relates back to, to the fact that we often overestimate what we can accomplish short-term and we underestimate what we can accomplish long-term. So it's one of these things that you want to find ways that you can actually get consistent for the long-term. And in my opinion, this means doing less. As hard as that sometimes mentally is, it's one of these things that the less we do on a day-to-day basis, the more we can really get consistent. Because a lot of times we get really motivated We have a lot of willpower and motivation starting out. We set these unsustainable habits. Uh, We go, you know, get so gung-ho that we're like six days a week, one hour in the gym. I'm going to cut my calories super low and cut out all these different foods. And ultimately, we just think we have a lack of willpower because we can't do this long term. But it's really that these weren't sustainable habits based on our current lifestyle. So I wanted to give you some tips to help you actually do less and achieve more. Uh, Four tips, in fact. Tip number one, design for your current schedule. Often we go for what is the perfect workout schedule? What is the perfect diet routine? But really what is perfect for us is what's based on our current schedule, because that way we're making changes that feel sustainable that we can actually implement once we don't have that initial motivation, once it's worn off. So think about your current schedule. Can you work out three days a week? Can you work out six? Because the thing is, is if you design for the actual time you have, you're going to make it a lot more efficient and you're going to make sure that you actually get everything in. Because if you design for six days a week, and let's just say you do upper lower split, a hemisphere split, but then you can only get three days in during that week and you're now only getting two upper body and you don't get any lower body and you get maybe one recovery in there. It's like you're not going to get the full benefit of that six day a week progression because you can't actually sustain that six day a week progression. Or maybe you even do it for a few weeks, but then you end up falling off and again, you fall back into that thing of you're not getting everything you really need. You're not creating the same volume that if if you had just created workouts based on three days, right? Because if you did the upper lower split and you get two upper body days and no lower body days, your lower body's not going to get the results versus if you plan for the three days that you can actually get into the gym and then you create three full body workouts or an anterior posterior split, you're actually going to hit everything with the appropriate volume. So I think it's remembering that by being realistic, we can actually design better for the time we have. So that we're making sure that we're actually getting results out of that time. Whether or not you have 10 minutes or an hour, you can design efficiently. And sure, yes, we want to move more, but it's remembering that consistency over time adds up, right? 10 minutes every single day adds up more than one hour here, one hour there, right? So think about your current schedule and design for that. Tip number two, focus on maintaining things you love, okay? A lot of times when we start a routine, we think, okay, I have to hit this arbitrary standard of clean with my diet and I'm gonna cut out all the foods that I love because I know those are really the bad things. 
but it's one of these things that if those things are ultimately going to be in your diet in some way, shape or form, or you really love them, why start by creating a restriction that's going to keep depleting your willpower and leave you feeling like you have no self-control on the weekend or after a few weeks on the diet. Instead, plan those things first. I know for me it was I love my dessert, right? I know that there are some desserts that set off triggers where I won't stop at just one. So maybe I don't have those on specific days, but I found other macro-friendly variations that satisfy that, you know, craving for dessert for something sweet after I eat my dinner, but they keep me on track. So it's one of those things that you want to think about what are things that I really enjoy in my lifestyle and how can I not change those things first, but make other small adjustments to things that maybe you don't care about, so to speak, as much. So whether or not it's, you know, the fact that you want to keep in your dessert, you want to plan in that great coffee, you want to keep in maybe your morning walk or maybe your day off on Sunday because, you know, that's the day you're always with family or doing things. Make sure you're planning around things that you really love in your life to create something sustainable. We always want to think about creating the healthiest version of our lifestyle, not hitting some arbitrary standard of clean if we want long-term success. Because so often we think, you know, hey, I don't have willpower. And it's really not that you lack willpower. It's that you created these habits that only utilize your willpower and that could never become sustainable or really ingrained. We want to create habits when we're motivated that are so almost easy to implement in some ways that we can do them without thought, without that willpower being there. And then we can build off of those because often when we make one change and it becomes habit, we can make another, right? Because we're not having to exert sort of mental control to balance all these different things. Tip number two, make small changes as things become habits, which is really what I was just talking about, right? It's one of these things that the more we can sort of build off each little small change we make, the better off we're going to be. You know, maybe the first week you are just tracking because tracking has always been overwhelming to you. So the first week you just track and by just tracking, you're already going to start to make changes just because you're aware of things. And then after tracking becomes easy, maybe you're like, okay, now I'm going to plan ahead a couple meals and I'm going to increase my protein by just adding one little thing in that will increase it, even if it's only five to 10 grams. And by doing that, you're going to start to build momentum. And then even as you see results off of that, you're going to be more and more motivated. It's one of these things that the more you do, the more you do. And this is both in a negative and a positive direction. In the negative direction, you know, if we're doing nothing, a lot of times we get a little lazier and keep doing nothing versus when we do something and we see the results from it and we feel good from it, we're going to keep building on those habits. But you want to think about small changes that as you're like implementing them, yes, you have to use a little willpower to make the change. But after you've made the change, it becomes habit enough that you're not using that willpower still to maintain that new habit. Okay, so then you can go and add something else in. Tip number four is set end dates. I don't know about you guys, but when I think about doing something forever, A, I'm less likely to get started right away because I have forever. And B, it's one of these things that I'm like, oh, you're, I'm doing it forever, even if I like it. And I think it's remembering too that our lifestyle is constantly evolving. I don't know about you guys, but you know, between summer and winter, I'm different in my activity levels. I don't necessarily want to be outside and go for as many walks in the, in the winter as I do in the summer, even though I'm in California and it's fabulous all year round. But it's one of these things that my lifestyle does change. Or, you know, I want to try a new activity like we added in boxing, so I'm doing a little bit more cardio. My lifestyle is constantly evolving and yours probably is too. And you always want to be adjusting everything in your diet and exercise routine to match that. So you want to think, okay, A, what's my end date for my progression so I can even adjust things with that? B, you know, like what's an end date to, to have a time to reassess how things are working? Because even if you have a long-term goal of, let's just say like 40, 50 pounds, 
each week, you know, assess, you know, how did I do in my habits? How did I do in different things? Set like an end date of each week to assess something. Set, you know, a three week period, we're gonna stick with the macro ratio no matter what to really test out if it works. Because I think a lot of times we do jump ship too early, but when we have that set end date that's not too far away uh, and just close enough that we can stay motivated to it, it gives us that time to reassess how things are working. It doesn't feel sort of as intimidating as forever. So even if you don't have an end date, you know you have a long-term goal, you know that you also wanna do this for the rest of your life, still set times at which you're going to reassess. Even if it's just the end of a workout progression, we're going to change up your workouts a little bit. Even if it's a vacation or, you know, a big event, obviously those are even more motivating, but set even arbitrary end dates for yourself with using progressions, with maybe adding in a new activity with seasons. Okay. Because that helps us create a lifestyle, but also sort of adjust everything based on changes in our lifestyle since nothing's ever standing still. Our needs and goals are constantly changing. We always want to respond to that. So just to summarize, guys, the four tips to help you out, because sometimes doing less, actually, I would say 99% of the time, doing less will help you achieve more. And a lot of times where we want to do more, it's because we want to feel more in control of our results. Uh, and the end date's a great way to get a little bit of that control back so you could make changes then. But just remember that you can't out-exercise or out-diet time. So the four tips, again, is design for your current schedule, focus on maintaining things you love, Make small changes as things become habit and set those end dates. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and comment on my post on Facebook if you have any questions.